I'm no longer bound, I'm no longer chained, I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free, and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Welcome to Be the Light with Pastor Zachir Robinson. And in this show, I interviewed Pastor Erica Richardson. Have you ever had a moment in your life where you did not want to give thanks to God? Well, you need to tune in because this show, we talk about giving thanks to God in every circumstance. So let's tune in because this is a show you don't want to miss. My name is Freedom. Welcome everybody to Be The Light. This is Pastor Zach here Robinson and I am here for another show. Today we are going to be talking about trusting God in all situations and of course I have my special guest on my mother in love <laughs> Pastor Erica Richardson all the way from the ATL. How are you? I'm doing fantastic and amazing. <laughs> great, great. I was talking to my mother-in-law um, and I was asking her, I was like, hey, like, what exactly do you think we should talk about for this show? Um, I was just laid on my heart to um, do another interview with her and I left the ball in her court and she was like, you know what, let's talk about trusting God in all circumstances or all situations. And I was like, that's a good one. So that's exactly what we're going to talk about because I know I'm entering to a season where I'm literally having to trust God in everything. Yeah. Um, and all of us have been in the situation where we literally had to trust God in everything because it just don't, sometimes it just don't look like a best outcome if we look at it through our natural eyes. And I wanted to mention Proverbs 3, 5 and 7, and it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Yes. Not be wise. See, a lot of people, we leave this part out right here. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And yeah. literally, that has been a scripture that I have been having to stand on this season. Yes. Um, so let's talk about, you know, why God laid this on your heart. Why is it important for us to talk about this? Um, the reason why it's important that we talk about this is because of certain things that, um, that um, I've been seeing that's been going on in this world today and things that have been coming up on, on every aspect and every hand of life. And right now with the government, the way it is and everything that's going on, a possible another pandemic, we, we as God people, we as people, him of the human race, we have to trust God, no matter what it looked like, no matter what we're going through, Excuse me. No matter how it may seem, because um, we're in the end of times and um, it speaks about these things. It, the Bible speaks about how things are going to take place, how, you know, wars, rumors of wars, all of this stuff. Now, it looks scary, but again, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. And there and God is still God said that the earth is here. The world is his. Every, every, he created this world. He's the creator. And um, he's still in control control so um we cannot fear what we see what we're hearing what may be a possibility we got to keep moving yeah absolutely absolutely i know just like um i had a recent dream that i had shared and i had shared it on my youtube and um i'm not sure if you had a chance to listen to it but it was literally like 
revelations chapter nine in this dream for me um it's like we knew that these demons was getting ready to be released and all i could think about is like the torment that we were getting ready to face right um it's like as if as if i was literally just an overseer someone there to just observe but not be touched and exactly what revelations say about the torment and the torture yeah. and things that was to come that's exactly what what i witnessed and right before it was getting ready to try to attack me god woke me up and i was was like oh my goodness and he literally brought that dream to me um having had not not been rooted in christ i'm not gonna lie that would terrify an unbeliever that that would terrify even a believer who doesn't have that trust in the lord with all your heart lean not onto your understanding um because and then also the other scripture that you was talking about um when it came to fear we can't fear man we can't fear the things that's in this world we can't fear the things that's to come but we we fear God, okay? okay. And one of the things that I kept saying in that dream is that it's only going to last a moment. It's only going to last a moment. Is what I kept telling myself. I'm going to be in eternal heaven after this. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just reading more into it, it was one of the things where I felt like it really opened my eyes when I saw that. But just going to day to day life, um, you know, especially as a mom, a wife, a minister of God, you know, there's a lot that can come at us. Okay, that could shake your faith. Like, God, are you with me? Do you hear me? Like, are you there? <laughs> so, um, it's one of the things, and one of the good things that you mentioned, I want to bring another scripture in. It was Second Corinthians 4 and 18. And it says, So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Right. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever yeah. and so many times these little eyes of ours <laughs> okay. will look at a situation and that's it yeah, yeah he, but like you said trust in the lord with all thy heart and then lean not to that own understanding we don't understand how god is what the outcome is going to be we don't understand how we're going to get to the outcome all we know when god shows us something he's showing us the finished part he don't we don't know the avenues and the roads that we got to go down to get to the finishing part all we have to do is keep the faith and and then things are things may seem so intimidating i know when we're going through you know some of my situations seem so huge that it, it kind of almost intimidates us it seems so big but that's when i go to the verse of um yeah though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i shall feel no evil it seems so huge and it seems so evil that you know it may consume us but he said he's gonna walk with me through the valleys that means in my dark times god is walking with me and being that he's walking with me i shall not fear anything mm -hmm. I I have fear in my heart. I should not be afraid. I should be able to walk in confidence knowing, okay, that's over there and that's what they're saying. That's what they're doing. I just got to keep walking. Lord, help me keep walking. Help me keep staying, keeping my eyes on you. Just like when Peter was on the boat and God bid Peter, he said, come out. Come. God said, come. Peter went off the word of come. When he went off the word of come and he, long as he kept his eyes, if you notice, long as he kept his eyes on God, he was able to walk on water. But the moment he took his eyes off God and looked down, he began to sing. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly that, how we are today sometimes. do, you know, in our situations today. But, 
you know, God, if we just trust in God and lean not to our own understanding, that's another verse. And then the other verse that come to me, like I was saying uh, early, um, Philippians 14 and three, this is a verse that has stood with me all my life. I mean, ever since I was young and it says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. That mean I got, if I'm going to do it, I got to go through Christ. He's the one who's going to give me my strength to endure. He's the one that's going to help me to be able to know that I can get through this. He's the one who shows me and, and the Holy Spirit gives us guidance, you know, tell us which way to go, go left, go right. But I can do this. If I continue to hold on to God, I know I can get through this. And that's the whole thing. Yeah, I love that scripture. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me because um, I was in an abusive relationship, um, actually marriage um, years, years ago. And that was one of the things that I was always told is what I couldn't do. And no. because I wasn't rooted in Christ like I am now, I believe those lies. But little did I know, like, for instance, something so small of, of talking about my handwriting or, you know, oh, you can't write, you know, it's sloppy and da, 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 da. Little did they know I'm in the back practicing my writing or you can't cook you can't do this you can't do that but little do you know i'm in here and i'm trying my best to cook looking at recipes trying different things so now that i'm in my present oh people look at my handwriting be like dang girl you can write or man it, you can cook and it's like but it came from criticism yeah. but as I became familiar with the word of God, I started to use that. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. It don't matter with a negative person is saying, it don't matter with my enemy saying, it does not matter. I can do all things. And sometimes I have to replay that in my mind. There, there was a, literally a time where I literally had to write that down and I had to carry it with me so that yeah. I can believe what the scripture is saying. Yeah. Now, anything that's placed in my hands is one of the things where it doesn't matter how big it may seem. Yeah. I know I can do it. I know that God's going to give me the strength to do it. I know he's going to give me the directions on how to, how to go about whatever it is that the enemy's trying to tell me what I can't do. Right. And so for you guys who is listening out there, you ladies that's listening, know that you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. And especially if he brings you to it, like we always say, he's going to see through it. <laughs> yes, he will. He would definitely bring you through it. He would definitely, excuse me. He would definitely bring you through it. And also, um, when it comes down to it, you have to know who, that's why it's important to know who you is and whose you is. Know who you belong to. And like you said, it comes from criticism. And But it, it was it was good. It was already good. It was already in you and you could do it. It was just that devil tormenting you, telling you that you couldn't. But he don't even understand his torments turns you into excellence. His torments push you and pushed you into greatness because you didn't listen to him, because you you knew what you was and you knew that you can do this and you knew that you became and who you came from even though we don't have a full understanding sometimes in the back of our minds god is our subconscious god is our everything so he's in the back of our minds showing us okay if you practice practice make perfect so therefore while you was behind the scene practice and now that that you did and you went through now you're flourishing in it it's not a, it's not the hindrance it's not it's not it did not become a handicap for you you did not allow the criticism to stop you actually when you kept practice and you allowed the criticism to push you into excellent and 
greatness. And that's what God does. God a lot, God can take the bad thing. He can take two negative things and turn it into a positive things. And only God can do that. And only God can give us the strength to endure the criticism, the strength to endure the persecution. And he's going to bring us out. Now you look nothing like what you've been through. And that's the, that's, that's the power of God. That's why and, and sometimes we don't understand how we made it through that. How, how did I make it through that dark time? Because only God can bring me through something like that and understand that only what you do for God is what's going to last and what's going to stand. I don't care how much we try to, we can't do this on our own strength. We can't. We can't. We have to do it through the strength of God. And only what you do through God is what's going to last. And I know it may seem like evil and all of this is on the rise. Baby, God is in control. He's in control. I know it seemed like chaos is on every hand, but God is in control. He's going to sustain his, his, his children. He's going to make sure that he said, I will supply all your needs. That is what he said. That was a promise that he gave us. And God is a God that shall not lie. And I yeah. truly believe that. I truly believe that. And then on the, another one of my scriptures was Joshua 119. And it says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That means if I go to Africa, God is with me in Africa. If I go to Israel, God is with me in Israel. If I were to go to Russia right now, God is with me in Russia. And there's and he had, God has a head of protection around you everywhere you go that's and then you know what take him with you when you take him with you you looking for him every step you go every place you go and that's what i do i look for god every place that i go and that's what we have to get to that's where we are absolutely it's one thing that i wanted to talk about when it was talk when you were talking about just faith and trusting god in every process and i want to give a testimony this is a testimonial show so we have to throw some testimonies out there so that y'all can know we are some real people going through some real things <laughs> and so i remember um right probably around i want to say about september possibly august that you know this past august that just passed and i was literally almost a year ago actually um god began to tug on my heart about quitting my job and I was like quit my job like nah that that can't happen like because we're already somewhat struggling now and I'm not saying like you know oh we're just struggling and all of this stuff no but it was like you know it was a little struggle you know we still had to meet make ends meet from time to time you know God always came through but he was literally saying that you're coming to an end on this job and I was like it's no possible way like I love my job I'm telling you I absolutely loved going I loved doing what I did I love you know everything about my job I loved I, I couldn't wait to go to work sometimes but then I want to say probably about in September, okay, uh -huh. I started to hate my job. I started to hate going to work. I started to have um, no interest in what I was doing. I was finding myself having a hard time going to meetings. I mean, just everything. And I was just like, where is this coming from? Not realizing that God was taking that satisfaction that I was having for this job away, the desire. So then right around, I want to say, um, yep, it was possibly, I want to say the beginning or maybe it was the end of September. Um, 
an incident happened and I noticed that I wasn't valued the way that I thought I was valued there by in particular person that I was working up under. Um, me and my husband was going through some hard times and I'm feeling really led to share this now. And, you know, I've held back on this topic or just held back on sharing this um, testimony because it really turned into a testimony and a blessing because let, let me tell you, sometimes God was, uh, will allow someone else's ignorance to yeah. say some things to you or do something to you to pull you up out of a place or position where God has been already tugging on your heart but sometimes he has to allow someone to say something just so that you can get your stuff and begin to move and make the plans yeah. and the actions and move towards what he had yeah. because had in this incident not happened I probably would be still sitting there and so long long story coming to short it came to where making ends meet you know i had to make some tough decisions okay i don't have gas money and um i don't know what i'm gonna do I, my daughter can't go to school i can't go to work um and we don't get paid until that friday so obviously i'm gonna have to either i'm going to call out for that next day or work from home and she just couldn't go to school so i um filled my boss in in on it and you know kind of just share it with him you know and anyone any grown person okay that's kind of embarrassing to say hey you know I, i'm not able to come to work because of, because i don't have gas money like no one wants to go and tell anyone that and so um i was decided to just be honest and upfront about it and, and at first he seemed very cool about it he was just like okay no problem i went back to my office and still embarrassed you know that I had to share that part about my financial situation and he came back to me and he basically told me you know it was a lot that he had said but one thing that stood out to me was don't think I have sympathy for you because I don't and I was like wow wow I never I had to stop him. I said, you know what? I knew I wasn't asking for sympathy. I was coming to be honest with you about what was going on with me and why I can't be here tomorrow. But even in that moment, I had to choke back tears. I had to choke back wanting to say some things because I was like, it's just not even worth it. And so I literally went home you know, and I had to reevaluate everything. And I was like, that was my walking papers. That was the day I decided that, okay, God, whatever you want is what I want. You know, you just tell me when and I'm going to do it. And I want to fast forward. It came to a day where God woke me up around four o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. and he began to give me the letter to write to, to, to give them, you know, to quit. And he said, October 31st is the day that you're going to end. And he gave me every single word. Now, was I'm terrified to leave? Absolutely. Because I'm like this, this rent, this, not this rent, but this money helps with rent. It yeah. helps with, um, you know, all the utilities. Yeah. It helps we was paying our cards off you know we had we had two carlos so it's like a lot that was tied into what i was making was help paying the bills for everything not everything what will help them pay the bills yeah and I was like god you do realize like what this take care of right yeah. <laughs> right um, but it came to it. I, I did exactly what God told me to do. And he told me to move into into this and see the thing is God have already given me the vision for this show. Yes. About a year ago. Wow. Prior. He, he gave wow. me the name. He told me the steps to take, who to contact, what to do and what the show will be about. Right. See, I know I'm, I'm rambling, but I, I need people to understand how God move. But yeah. here's the thing. I have written a book called My Journey to Salvation, not knowing that God was going to later, years later, tell me to talk about people's journeys on the show, not realizing that he's going to give me the uh, call, Be the Light, okay? Right. And not just Be the Light, Be the Light, Zacchaeus. Like, he's pushing me out there to be the light for him. And then, okay, now I'm getting ready to write another book about other people's testimonies and journeys. It you see how God set that uh, up? Yes. <laughs> but 
hadn't I not moved and said, okay, God, I'm I'm not gonna what the Bible just said, no, I don't want to do this because I we got too many bills. No telling what I where I would have been right now. Exactly. Exactly. Only God, because God, when God moved, God, when God tells you to do something, he already has something laid out for you. And that's why um he, you you have to wake up and say, I will be everything that God has called me to be. I will do everything that God has called me to do. I will say everything that God has called me to say. I will live everything that God has called me to live. Those are affirmations that I say to myself. Because, you know, my plan is not the best plan. I know God's plan is. I know if I trust his plan, then some kind of way my plan, he'll throw my plan in the mix so the plans that we have if you wanted it and they always say if you want to make god laugh tell them the plans that you have so i trust god plans wholeheartedly and everything that god has planned for my life has always come back around to you know and he has kind of some kind of way included the things that i wanted to do for myself so that's why you have to trust in the god again with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding you didn't understand how god was going to do that you didn't understand what god was going to do it but you trust god with everything in your heart all the way down to the letters on the paper you trust god and you took that step and you have to take that leap when god tell you to move you have to move you have to because he's trying to take you somewhere when god's trying to in order for you to elevate you got to submit yourself to god you have to totally submit yourself so you submitted yourself to god when you said okay lord i'm gonna do what you say when he, when he he will send a situation to make you uncomfortable to rough your feather if god let me tell you something if it's something Something God want. God is gonna allow something to happen to make the moves that He, the necessary moves that He need to have taken to make have people to make to get what He wants. Is you gonna do it voluntarily or involuntarily? The question is, which one you want to do it and how you want to do it. You either gonna voluntarily do what He tell you to do, but let me tell. Trust him. Going to do it his way. Don't don't wait to the involuntary because you're never gonna like it. It's always gonna be an uncomfortable situation, and it just it, hey, some things gotta happen. When he said move, you gotta move. He's not gonna wait on you, and he's not a god that he have a respect of person. He's not. He don't have no respect of person. When God wants something done, you just better trust him. I'm sorry. You, you just gotta trust him. You just gotta trust him. Absolutely. And I, this is another one. It says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. He said that, let me tell you something. The word of God will soothe your fears and calm, will soothe your fears and, your, and calm your anxieties. The word of God will bring you if we would just get into it, it would calm all your anxieties and it will soothe all your fears. God didn't give us the spirit of fear. He didn't. Even though we, you you may have some fear, but just know that he's walking with you. He's talking with you. He's living with you. We let go of God him. We want to turn and do it our way. I like the saying, do it afraid. If you have to yeah. do it afraid, at least you got God right there next to you. Doing right there with <laughs> you. And if he's with you, you better go on and lean on him. Lean on God, trust in him and know that he's got, he got you covered. You know, when he, about the servant of Job, when, when the devil was going to and fro, he wasn't even looking for Job. He wasn't even seeking for Job. God, he said, well, where are you going? He said, I'm going to and fro, seeing who I can devour. Okay, so if you're going to and fro, you ain't even looking for Job. God said, have you considered my servant Job? God said that. He said, well, you got this hedge of protection around him. Come on. Mm-hmm.
you got this head of protection around him. I can't get to him. God said, well, you can get to him, but you can't kill him. So, you know, and you know, and God allowed Satan to do what he needed to do. And, and Joe passed the test. Joe, he lost his family. He lost all of his his uh his his animals and stuff. He lost everything, all his possessions. But guess what? When Joe passed that test, God gave him everything back ten times fold. And that's how God does with us. Even though we may face that eviction, even though we may face the trials and tribulations that we in, even though we may face the loss of someone or some things, or or I have, I have in my testimony, I have lost. You know, in my in my first marriage, I, and it ended in tragedy. But I lost everything that I have. The only thing that I had what was in my car. That was the only thing that I had in the clothes that was on my kids' back. But guess what? God kept allowing me to start over. Mm -hmm. he, would, he, he would literally give you that start over as many times as it yes. takes and, that test. And I have my husband now. I have the that he has ordained for me, has called me, the one who he chose for me. Because he said, Erica, even you have forgotten about the one that I have for you. And I had. I have forgotten about uh, my husband because we was high school sweethearts. We had a crush on each other in high school. But look at me now. I have my husband. I have my I have my ministry. I have, my, you know, I have a lot of things going on uh, that, that I did not see, that I could not see that would have taken place in that first marriage. But only God only God can get us where we need to go. And we allow him and let the word be our GPS system. The word is our instructions on this life. It's basic instruction to get us to where we need to be, to prepare us for eternal life. And that is what the Bible is for. And that is what we need. That's why you should have a relationship with God. Spend time with God. Spend time in his word. Fast and pray. Some things can only come through fasting and praying. Amen. So do it we failed to do it but we have to seek the lord and he will answer you and he will answer and he will deliver you from all your fears all your fear fears is fear is nothing but false evidence that appear to be real that is what fear is yeah it appears to be real okay there go that shadow yeah though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will feel no evil that god will comfort you in the time of trouble, in the time of darkness, in the time of overwhelmingness, in the time of depression, in the time of oppression. God will comfort you. He left a comforter here, which is the Holy Spirit, to comfort us, to give us support and talk to us and walk with us. He's with us. He's with us. One of the things um, that came to mind was during this season that God has has taken me from that place. It's I entered into a season of faith. <laughs> um, God, I remember when God initially told me, like um, when I was deciding, like, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I was prophesied to from left and right. I mean, people who don't know me was prophesying that God said, go. I mean, I'm like, OK, I'm going to do this, you know. <laughs> Um, and my husband, which is your son, was right on right on point with it just because he also heard the prophetic words that went forth on, on this choice, too, in this decision. But I would definitely say a lot of people right now is entering into a faith season where you got the bank accounts against you, you got people against you, you got your own kids against you, you got, I mean, literally. And God is just like, I'm going to open up the doors that no man can shut. 
I'm going to provide the way I'm going to make sure you get to a place where you need to be. And it's like when God steps on the scene, I like to say when Jesus steps on the scene, everybody else can forget everything else. Um, literally, it, you can't you can't go up against God. Right. When he shuts the door to the enemy in your life in a certain area. The enemy cannot pursue you anymore. I need to say that one more time because I feel really strongly, strongly on it. When God shuts a door in your life to something and you know, God has stopped the enemy from being able to move forth it don't matter what techniques the enemy try it don't matter who he tried to you right, matter right. what your bank account say it don't matter who turned it, it back on you there ain't nothing else they can do like what? it stops it literally stops and um god have been opening my eyes up recently to some foolishness i'm just gonna okay. say that <laughs> from people and it's like i was in wow like wow god like this whole time you know, but see, the more I was seeking him, the more I'm bringing to him and the more you are obedient. I want to put that in there. Obedience is also the key. OK, one to hearing God. Obedience, the key to open up doors and favors that he has for you. Obedience yes. will also stop the enemy from moving forth in your life. Yes. Um, I realized the more I became obedient, the more God began to show me about what the enemy was planning. And so okay. I was able to stop the attacks beforehand. I was able to war against it. Um, I wanted to ask you. What was one of the times that you really had to exercise your faith? Let me tell you something. Uh, it's been so many. It's been so many. Let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Um, one of the times okay, I was at my job and I, I was looking for another job. I was looking to go work at um, this hospital called Emory. Okay. This is right before the pandemic hit. Okay. So... Um, and then I was trying to get my GED. I was trying to pass my GED. And I passed all three uh, science, social studies, and um, Eng uh, English. It was only math. Okay, I, I, math, I missed by one point. Okay, so I had to call my job and tell them, you know, that I would draw my two-week notice because I wasn't able to pass the test. So I couldn't get the other job. So being that I couldn't pass the test, I didn't get the other job. I had to withdraw my two-week notice. And I did so. Okay, come to find out that uh, they was happy that I was leaving because... Um, they had to get rid of one person anyway. That part I did not know. Either way it go, it was gonna be me. Because when I got to that job, they created a position. God allowed God created a position for me to have that job. Okay, I'm gonna tell you about the power of God. He is um he will create you a position in the job if that job is for you. So um so as I withdrew my uh two week notice they um they was like well we have nowhere else to put you and so they sent me on this interview to go to another place um to into another law firm so i was like okay i'll go do the interview the people loved me oh they loved me she was like I, but i have to honor the two that i have set appointments for i have two more people she said i love everything about you i love the answers that you gave and i love your welcoming spirit you know mm -hmm. so i was like okay and i was like okay i got this job but still i said but no god i'm gonna trust you that was the first thing I said when I put when I started doing my GD and everything. I said, God, I'm gonna trust you. So then um, after I did the interview, that was that Tuesday. So that Thursday, the world shut down for the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, God. <laughs> I said, Lord, I'm gonna trust you. So uh, God said, go fill out for unemployment. 
so I said, okay, God, I said, I'm going to trust you. Even in this, I'm going to trust you because I'm not, I don't have any money in. I don't have a job to go through. And I was, you know, the, you know, I say, be trying to throw those doubts in your mind, you know, had you not listened to such and such and such and such, you know, you would have a job or whatever. No, I, you know, then I said, no, God, you told me to move. You know, you, you told me to make these moves and I'm still going to trust you whether I have a job or not, because I've been where I didn't have a job before. And I said, Lord, I'm not gonna fear this i said i've had i've been where i haven't had the job and you supplied then and i know you're gonna supply then let me tell you something i had more money in my pocket when i didn't have a job than i did and this is the second time god has done that you know because i said lord i'm gonna trust you even in this i'm gonna trust you i still had more money in my pocket then than i can tell you working a, 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 a nine to five now and so then um, after the pandemic hit, it was a year later, after the pandemic hit, um, that June of 2021, um, this lady had, my sister was working at this doctor's office and she used to get on the elevator with this lady. So this lady who is my boss now, she said, my manager now, she said, um, do you know anybody who, who wants, who, ha who has great, uh, administrative, um, skills and she said yeah my sister so god said i said lord when she presented the job to me the opportunity to me i said okay lord i'm gonna go to this interview and still i'm gonna trust you i said in this i'm gonna trust you and uh god said oh god sent me to the interview when i sat down and talked to the lady it's like, it was like we, we have been friends like i have been talking to this lady all my life it was so simple it wasn't even an interview all my interviews i go on and, and god grants me with favor with that all my interviews i go on it's just like i go in there with a conversation it's not even an interview they don't even ask the questions or you know the things that that i feel they should ask but it, it's it's just a blessing how god god will prepare you away you know when you go in and he's already set the set the atmosphere for you and when, when god getting ready to introduce you this he set he sets the atmosphere and once you go in there, it's a calm and peaceful atmosphere. You're able to go in there. You're able to get that job. So I got that job, and I'm still at that job. But let me tell you this. This is the thing about the job. Now, the old job that I had, I wasn't able to do these things. I wasn't able. To, I was able to pray with people, but we had to do it in private. Let me tell you something. I can go on this job, and I can pray with these people. I work for, he's an ophthalmologist. He's, he's a, a five-star ophthalmologist um, in the world, in, uh, in, in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, and he is the he is the best, I would say the best boss that I have had, ever had the pleasure of working for. And um, so I can go and he allowed me to go in and sit with the patients, communicate with the patients and pray with the patients. And, you know, when you find out you have glaucoma, that's a tragedy. That's just like, you know, you find like you have cancer, you know, the sight, the even mere thought, that's that fear, that fear kicks in. So it's like God plants his people in places so that we can pray for them, so that we can allow them to see that this is not how we're going out god just because you god god can prepare you to live with this god can prepare it's not as bad as you think it is you know and and god god is in control you just trust god and that's really all i say god is in control of this god saw you to this he gonna see you through it and you can tr you can trust god through this and then we'll sit down and we'll pray and god has given me such favor 
on this job and it's just like the people on the job they're, they're sending me if i'm not there they send me calls you know in texas oh you should be here why are you not here i'm mad you're not here you know you know you're the sunshine in this place be the light like you said be the light when god puts you in places don't go in there with attitudes go in there shedding the light go in there using your gifts go in there loving on people i'm getting the chills just thinking about it because i know where i came from I was in darkness. I was supposed to have been gone from that old job. I was there 10 years. I wasn't supposed to do but five years. I was five years overdue of leaving. So there had to be a situation created for me to get up out of there, to mm -hmm. get I was trying to take me. And let me tell you something, when you're able to operate in your gifts and you're able to bless people with prayer and able to love on people, it's amazing how God will have people draw to you just so they can get those encouraging words, just so they can get that prayer. You don't know how hungry people are. You may be the only representative of God that that person may see. So when you have an encounter with a person, make sure you're representing God to the fullest because he said that we are his hands we are his feet we are his mouthpiece if we're his hands and feet and mouthpiece that means we're his ambassadors that he has di dispatched out into this world to shed light that he is here he's still in control he still have the power you have power i have the power in me that can, that can shed the light of god that is shining through me so i pray lord god when they see me let them see you in me don't let them see me because I'm not the one who can help them Only you can help them Shine your light in me So I got to move Eric out of the way and let, my, and let my light shine Let God light shine through me So we have to be that light We're here, we're on us everywhere we go And I said it when I got there I looked them in their face and they said I'm here on assignment I told my boss I said I'm here on assignment I'm here on assignment with you So now when we go in there Now when we get to work before we got there, nobody was praying. Now we get to work. We're praying before we get started. Not only that, but there's one particular girl. She had not even gone to church. She's hurt. She's gone to church. Her and her husband and her son, they're in church. Let me tell you, God said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the few fruits of your labor. It does my heart joy to look around because number one, when God puts you in a place, if that atmosphere does not change, if that atmosphere does not do about face change, then you're not serving your purpose in that atmosphere. I'm a prayer warrior. Okay, so what am I going to use? I'm going to use my prayer. Okay, if there are people coming in there, we have people coming in there with all kind of different personality, spiritual spirits, just astro abstracted, getting all out of way, attacking. I said, no, uh -uh. I went in there. I got my oil. I went from that front door all the way to the back door. I said, the devil is alive. I have the power in here. God placed me in here. God has, God has the power. And I have the power in me that this will not take place. These spirits will get out of here in the name of Jesus. And I said, Lord, you put me in this camp. Let your light shine. Let your glory be revealed in this place. Honey, I went in there and I know that every doorknob, every chair, every threshold, every picture I, i'm girl and they stop <laughs> i'm telling you i've done that before man and when i was working at the last job when i felt like certain spirits and people that was in people because like god has given me that uh that great gift of deserving <laughs> like, 
not yeah. only just see it, but I could feel when something is off. And yeah. I will take my holy oil and I will go anoint that person's office and I will plead the blood of Jesus and then I'll go to the next. I'm telling you, because you you have the power to change the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing as a believer, not just as a believer, but that's just one thing that God has given us. He yeah. has given us the power to change yeah. those but a lot of time people ain't using them they're just going their day to day allowing the attacks to happen on their job allowing the attacks to happen in their home you know in their marriage he's like no you have the power to stop yeah. it yeah. um, not just on yeah. your job but you have the power to stop it from your home yes, yes. your apartment because there's been times where especially where I stay um, I stayed in a gated community but there's been times where I walked around the entire building in my building and I anointed every single yeah. door because God told me to. Um, yeah. I didn't understand. I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it because I don't know what's to come or what's to happen in this area. But God is saying you need to anoint this building. And so that's what I did. And I'm telling you, some people, I think they noticed the oh, because I put some nice crosses on those doors. <laughs> um, one of the things that I also wanted to talk about was, um, where is it? One of the things I wanted to talk about is making sure that we do our work unto God. Okay. Because a lot of times we go into a job and we're trying to please self. I guess someone must is getting ready to quit a job or start a job. I don't know. Cause we, we <laughs> but um, it's doing our work unto God. Cause so many times we're trying to please man or so many times your boss, they may get on your nerves, get up under your skin and it can make you want to lose who you are in Christ just for that moment to satisfy that flesh. Yeah. But make sure you're doing your work unto God because right. every single time, regardless of who's standing in front of you, regardless of what's, what's being said, how things is being done, how things is being treated unfair, whatever it may be, when you're doing it unto God, you're going to keep that posture that you should keep because at the end of the day, they were like, dang, you know, we did this, this, and this to this person, but yet they never lost who they were because the last thing is you want to do is kill your witness. This whole entire time you've right. been preaching the gospel. They see you on your breaks, reading yeah. your word, and it yeah. gets close to your time to leave. And yeah. then you acting like the devil's child. Like, see, I knew she wasn't a Christian. Exactly. Or I knew she wasn't a real Christian. Exactly. Look at her. That, that's exactly. why I'm going to preach now. We don't want to kill our witness. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to just allowing yourself, um, what, no, I want to go back because you there was something that you said about being on an assignment. I want to go there. Yeah. Um, it is so true. Every single job you go to, every yeah. single place, you don't even have to be a job. It can literally be an event. You yeah. are on an assignment. Uh, okay? on assignment. Someone is watching you. Yeah. Someone... For instance, I went to Walmart on an assignment. Didn't even know I was on an assignment. Walked <laughs> into Walmart, get ready to go through the checkout line. And I tell you, I see this lady all the time. Okay. Like she's like at work, like 24 seven. And she's like, something's different about you. Something I'm like, really? I'm like, okay, my hair is the same. I ain't got no new glasses on. I'm actually looking kind of hot mess right now. I'm not really sure what she's talking about. She just kept saying something is different and I like it. And it hit me later on that she was seeing the glow of God, the glory of God. And <laughs> see, I didn't, right. <laughs> right. It didn't hit me until later because she was just like amazed. Like something is different about you. Like, what is it? I was just like, I, I don't know. I didn't do anything new, <laughs> but you have to realize like everywhere you go, even to the grocery store, someone's noticing your behaviors. Yes, Someone is literally watching. Um, yes. I know I've talked about me in an incident when a lady ran her cart into my car and how it took every bit of Jesus in me not to react. But at the end of that, someone came up and said, you passed your test. See, had I not lost my cool, 
it, I, I would have lost my witness or I would have lost someone that's possibly thinking about being a believer, you know, and it's like, here we are on the Sunday after church. And I'm here acting a fool with this lady over a, a line and a line, a shorter line in the store. Yeah. When all I have to do is just wait. Just wait. Um, and so I really want to encourage anyone who's listening that especially please like if you're listening to this and you're like, I really wish I would have caught some of this from the beginning. Don't hesitate to go over to my YouTube is be the light Zakia. be the light Zakia. you'd be able to pull that up or you can just simply look up my name Zakia Robinson and you'd be able to pull pull that up and be able to see the live feed of this. Is there anything else you wanted to share with the people when it's coming to, um, you know, just trusting in the Lord? in all things okay um just just like you said i want to piggyback on where you said you know um god it just dropped out my <laughs> when you said um you know working diligently for god you know and and again it, it, and, and then wives pray over your husband I, I wanted to throw that in too pray over your husband because i know i pray when i pray for my husband uh uh God, I always say this prayer, you know, when I say the prayer, I always say, Lord, let him work diligently unto you, pleasing to you, not to satisfy man. Because once we know that you are pleased, Father God, man will also be pleased, you know. So when and you have to take on that same attitude with yourself, you know, when, when you're working, let me work unto you, Lord God. And I do. I ask God for help. Like if I get behind, Lord, help me catch up. Show me a quicker way to do this so I can catch up and get where I need to be. Because, again, this is my first time in the medical field. So help me to understand the language help me to understand the dialogue help me to you know and then we started a new system i've adapted to this system so it's, it, it amazes me you get amazed on what you can do through christ when you're working through god and and and, and um it, you know when you working to please god it doesn't matter what nobody else say you know God going to give you your award, your reward. Your reward is pleasing him that you, like you said, passed the test. Someone to come on and give you a nugget. You know what? You're so great. And that's what they tell me. You're so tell them they tell them not they better not lose you and i'm gonna tell dr nimi to keep you here because you are so needed here your light and one lady walked up to me and i get this you're so beautiful so i'm like okay so what like you said what they see is the glory of god shining through me what they see even when you have doubts because there are days you're not gonna feel like being the light there are days you're not gonna feel like excuse me encouraging you know, being that person to encourage. Sometimes we need encouragement, but still don't allow that to dim your light. It won't dim your light. Once you take up God, they'll still see it shining. You just keep pushing. You just be mindful of the things that you say. Those are times we have to be very mindful of the words that come up out of our mouths that, you know, and, and what we're thinking about. And that's when we really need to pray, force ourselves to pray, force ourselves to get into God and go before the Lord. You know, he will keep you in perfect peace. We just have to want to be kept. And that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. But if I do have anything that I would like to say to you, and this is Romans 15 and 13, it says, may the Lord, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may be bound in hope. Hope is what keeps us and sustains us. Hope and faith. If you have no, if you lose your hope, then you're losing your faith. Let us abstain us. Yeah. Uh, what, what was that scripture again? Uh, Romans 15 and 13. Romans 15 and 13. I'm going to write that down for myself. Yeah. 
in his <laughs> other one, Thessalonians 5 and 11. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Continue, continue to encourage your fellow brothers and sisters. Continue to build them up. I, and then I don't care what nobody do or say to you. You're responsible for your response to them. Yes, that, that's a good one right there. You are respons your responsibility is your response. Speak encouraging words. Speak life. And I try to tell people, I don't care how much, like you said, you want to have these choice of words. You don't want to dim your light. You don't want them to, you know, show them, you know, that, that. no, send words of encouragement. That's just like, like the words that you pray for. You're, you're, you're uh, raking coal over them. When you, when someone have done you wrong, when someone have cursed you and, and did you wrong and made you feel low and you know speak life over them you know and lord forgive them i always go back when jesus was on the cross when they did all they do did lord forgive them for they know not what they do but father god continue to bless them continue to lift them up continue to let them grow into you father god continue father god to show them who you are because whatever it is that's in their heart that making them feel the way that they do lord it ain't nothing but the enemy but father god i command you to go into their heart and shed light on give them love fill them with love and overflow Lord, send them blessed. I try to speak life because it's one thing we we this world curses us enough, mm. you know. So if we can speak life and encouragement to one another, because it's something that that did them a way to make them feel and and say the things that they said. But you have the power to turn that around for them too. If you speak, when we speak life, we're planting seeds. Just know that whatever you're doing for God and you're encouraging someone, you're planting a seed in that person's life. Like if, for instance, if someone, like you said, back in the day, you was, you were talked down and you was talked against and you was cursed. You can't do this. You can't do that. He was trying to plant the seed of negativity and doubt and fear for and jealousy in your heart. But the devil is alive because God, God sent somebody to speak life to you. You are good enough. You are enough. You are loved. You are, you are the best thing. You are the masterpiece. You're the best thing that God has created. Only you have your fingerprint. No one can not no one have an identical fingerprint so when god created you he created the masterpiece so you are worthy you're enough for god and god created the best so understand those things you are everything that god created was great so amen. you come from greatness we amen. come from greatness amen Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, if y'all didn't get nothing from this message today, I may need to go watch the replay. <laughs> this is a mouthful. It's time to take some notes. So please, again, if you came in at the end of this and you want to hear from the beginning, go over to my YouTube and you can be able to subscribe to see future, um, you know, future clippings of what's to come and also the past shows that was done. Thank you so much for coming on. And y'all, of course, well, this won't be the last of her okay and so um this is my mama so you would definitely see more of her on the show um, <laughs> i'm not sure what god has in stores for the next show but it's always a pleasure for you to be on i'm also going to put all of her information um like how to get a hold of her through her tiktok also her ministry and her church all of that information will be on the link as well yes and also just really quickly tell them if they're looking for a church where to find you in atlanta Okay, we're in Lithonia, um, Atlanta, and it's called Temple of Blessings um, uh, Worship Center. 
And we're at 2244 Panola Road, Lothonia, Georgia, 30058. And um, also, we're our service, we go live at 9 a.m. on the Temple of Blessings page, or you can look on um, Bishop Nathaniel Richardson uh, Facebook page. We go live on there. That is my husband. Um, a, he's an apostle. That's Apostle Nathaniel Richardson. And um, we our service starts at 9 a.m. on Sundays. And we also do our, I do my lives, um, my prayer live on Wednesday. So I'll be going live tonight at seven o'clock. So, yes. All right. All right. <laughs> Amen. Thank you all for tuning in. Again, this is Pastor Zachary Robinson would be the light. And until the next show, you all have a blessed night. I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer chained. I'm no longer captive, no longer restrained. Delivered, set free and free to be me. Let me introduce myself. Thank you so much for tuning in to Be The Light. If you are looking for a life coach or maybe you're looking for some inner healing, please visit BeTheLight.Live. Again, that is BeTheLight.Live. And you can also follow us on YouTube for a replay of this show at Zakia Robinson. Be blessed. My name.